EasyPay provide funding, payroll and back office services to support the recruitment industry. Go to easypayservices.co.uk forward slash rec live lounge. Recruiters Live Lounge. Recruiters where you get to hang out with the most inspiring recruitment business leaders on the planet. Hosted by Roy Ripper. Hey everyone, welcome back to Recruiters Live Lounge where you get to meet and hang out with some of the most inspirational recruiters on our planet. And I'm really excited today to be able to welcome Jack Parsons of Recruitment Jack. Um, And Jack is the CEO at Recruitment Jack and I want to tell you a little bit about him. Jack is a relative newcomer to recruitment, but don't let that fool you. He is one of our youngest members that's joined us already in Live Lounge, but for me, that's his strength, definitely not a weakness. Let me tell you something about him. He started off as a sales apprentice five years ago after leaving school, and he started his recruitment career in the education sector for Morgan Hunt. Now, he quickly went on to win Best Newcomer out of a field of about 250 recruitment consultants. So a rookie winning Best Newcomer out of 250, pretty phenomenal. And in his few years there, I know, it's like when you look at this guy's achievements, the awards and recognition that he got just working in Morgan Hunt, you're going to be blown away. Check out his LinkedIn profile because I couldn't possibly list all of them just in this one uh, this one intro. So check out LinkedIn for the full list. Now, Jack spent a little time in healthcare recruitment before founding Recruitment Jack, which is an online platform for candidates to find the latest jobs, industry news and company insights all in one place and embracing all of the technology and social media platforms that we really are at this stage. Jack runs it as CEO. He's grown his staff from eight, sorry, he's he's grown his staff to eight staff in just 10 weeks. Um, Jack, I hope I got all that right. How's it going? Yeah, I'm really well, thanks, Roy. How are you? I'm really good, thank you, Jack. And I'm so excited because... Um, you know, you're a different lounge guest for us, but different in a really good way. And I, I, you know, I know your story. I just know there's a whole host of people out there that are going to be really excited to listen to this interview and find out a bit more about you. Um, But Jack, look, before we get started, tell us a bit about the work that you guys do at Recruitment Jack. So Recruitment Jack is a new online social platform. So we're a mix between your read your YouTube and your Facebook. At the moment on social platforms and obviously on uh, job platforms, there's no interaction. You apply for a job and you sit there and wait. So we're changing that. And as I think personally, the UK is getting more and more like America focal. So I'm I'm bringing that into the recruitment world and trying to make it stress-free for people when they're looking for their next career. Fantastic. And and Jack, I know that people can find you there um, on recruitmentjack.com. Um, I appreciate there's a holding page there at the moment, but by the time people go to see it, they'll get the full kit and caboodle and find out more about it. Um, and we'll, we'll publish links and everything um, at the end of each of these episodes. Um, so Jack, look, I know you're a fan of Recruiters Live Land. You know the format that we use here. 
Um, I love to kick off with my guest's favourite success quote. What's yours? Work smarter and not harder. <laughs> Good. And and Jack, how do you apply that to like your everyday life, if that's not too obvious a question? So I try and learn something new every day and I try to learn from people. So if I see something someone's doing, I'll try and bring it in and I'll revamp it into the modern day <laughs> and then make it my own. So yes, that is what I do. So work smarter, not harder. Do you know what, Jack? I love that mantra and it's it's one that I've, you know, I've personally endorsed and, um, I don't know, given out to, to, to people that are my students too. Um, I, I think a lot of people that get involved in recruitment just think, you know what, it's it's just about, uh, you know, staying on the phone forever and making loads of calls and being the first in the office and the last out of the office, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, and, and I don't think that. Um, the, the only thing that I do try and tell people, though, is, and, and particularly for rookies, I know, you know, we're interested in your journey as a, as a rookie in recruitment, but in those early years, I always encourage rookie recruiters work hard first and work on the smart second but then as you become you know a more experienced at it then definitely definitely it's about working smart and you know i, I totally subscribe to your um to, to that mantra in the same way brilliant um and it's interesting I, you know one of the things that i tell people is uh, you know, this isn't about reinventing the wheel. You don't have to come up with these massively great dynamic statements. I, I, I think it's about, um, as you said, you know, finding stuff that works, even if that's in another market, looking at it and, and, and asking yourself, how can I make this work within what I do? Um, and uh, yeah, you know, why why reinvent the wheel? Let's just find the good stuff and, and, and make it work. Example. Yeah. yeah. So Jack, look, um, you know, in terms of your uh, background and, and, you know, I know that you're doing very, very well right now, but with any entrepreneur, younger or older, there's generally been some kind of failure in their past or some, maybe not failure, but some challenge uh, that they faced or some adversity. What was that challenge or adversity for you in your recruiting career? For me personally, is moving companies, moving away from Morgan Hunt was probably my probably one of my bad moves. The grass is not always greener on the other side. And um, I built a desk, I built it quite well. And then I gave that all up to go and do healthcare recruitment. Fantastic company that I worked for, but the grass is not always greener on the other side. So stick, stay put just for a little longer and things will pay off. Jack, again, you know, I think that's brilliant advice because you know, in recruitment, I, I see this, and I see it. I do see it very early on with people um, that they'll they'll move and they'll just assume that. Well, hang on a second. Maybe this company will pay slightly more, or maybe the conditions are slightly better, or whatever. And it, it's amazing because, like you've just said, it. I've spoken to a number of people who said exactly the same thing that they'll make that shift and then realize actually you know what it, it, it's recruitment you know it's it, it the, 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 I'm doing exactly the same job but actually I may have been in a better position in the first one or you know the one that I felt most comfortable in and yeah. um, you know I think in recruitment we get so few or in actually in life I think we get so few opportunities to really really kick it you know really 
push it and some of those opportunities kind of present themselves early i think in you know in your instance it, it, it's happened that way but for others they don't come so frequently they don't come early but when you get that opportunity it's like latch onto it ride it for as long as you can you know and get the most out of it so um yeah i i, I think i've done that i've made some moves and thinking actually the grass isn't that green it's like it's the same grass you know? it is it's the same grass and when joining morgan hunt i actually went through raw talent which lee mcqueen uh, runs and he's the managing director so i went to an audition day um in front of all the panel of morgan hunt unfortunately i was i got the highest sales marks which is fantastic considering recruitment is sales Unfortunately, they didn't offer me a contract. They didn't offer me a position. They took on five um, five rookies, and that was it. So I left that day not uh, joining Morgan Hunt. But one tip I would give is don't give up. Um, recruitment is a small world, and you never you never know when you're going to bump into that person or then people again. So what I did is I got in contact with Lee. I said I loved what happened today and what was Morgan Hunt had to offer. And I wrote an email to the managing director um, of Morgan Hunt. They got me in a day, the, that next day they got me in. And what they said is, you know what, you've not got no, you've not got much experience, but what we'll do is we'll offer you a three months contract and that's your work trial and then you can go out and get a job. What I did then do in my first three months, I generated, because I, I started as a resourcer, I generated £52,000 worth of GP for all the consultants, and I got offered a, um, a full-time position and won the best newcomer for the quarter and went on to win it for the year. So I advise, don't give up. Keep at it. Jack, what a lovely, lovely story. I love the fact that, um, you know, tied into my good friend Lee McQueen at Raw Talent Academy, a previous guest, in fact, in... Uh, the live lounge I love also the fact that Morgan Hunt almost missed out on you all right so they kind of said no or they you know they took other people ahead of you but wow what a testament to that resilience and tenacity it's like look I want something I put my my mind to it uh, you sent an email you got your foot in the door and actually you proved to them that you were you know they've made a mistake and and actually there's a lesson in there not just to people about don't give up but lesson to all of us recruitment business owners to say you know something sometimes you know it, it's the people that we say no to uh, that represent opportunities lost so you know don't give up on somebody don't uh, you know don't just automatically say no really really look uh, look deep but well done to you Jack for, for persevering it's good me, uh, I was in Morgan Hunt last week um, meeting with the managing director Sue Cooper um, we've, we've stayed in contact so it just goes and shows the, the, the recruitment is a small world so network no, I'm, I'm really pleased important. and look if any of you are watching or listening to this are, are doubtful in terms of you know Jack's achievements whilst he was there please check out his LinkedIn profile because there's just loads of stuff that he achieved and was recognised for so you know good for him but also good for Morgan Hunt in that they were recognising that if you pardon the pun, that raw talent. Uh, there we are, Lee. I know you'd be pleased with that plug. Um, uh, yeah, you know, just good that they recognised him and, and that uh, that Jack achieved it. So, um, look, Jack, I'm going to move you on to, you know, in recruitment, whether that was at Morgan Hunt or whether it was the healthcare company, at some point, a light bulb went off for you. There was a eureka moment where all of a sudden it suddenly 
came into focus and you knew what you were doing and you were plain sailing. Describe that moment for us, when, when that happened. I think it was, personally, is when I started a new desk at Morgan Hunt, um, the first person to start secondary education within Morgan Hunt. Um, they actually employ 22 staff across the UK doing just secondary education there, right. considering I was the first one. So it goes and shows, even though there's a desk you can build, so that's why I've gone on to build a business. So I've built a desk and I've taken it to the next level with recruitment, Jack, and thought, if I can build a desk from scratch, no clients, no candidates, no database, why can't I do the same with a business? So really, you know, it's a good point. And I, I love that enthusiasm and that kind of, why can't I? You know, it's that, it's that great attitude of like, I've done this, why can't I do that? Um, and actually, Jack, look, you know, just get on that subject for a little while. You know, you have started this business recruitment, Jack. Is there anything that you've learned particularly about, yeah, you know what, I was a great consultant. I, you know, I knew how to build a desk. But is there anything that you have learned just in this really short time of setting recruitment, Jack, up that, I don't know, if you're doing it differently, you'd do it, you'd do it differently if you're doing it again? Um, what I didn't take into consideration, yes, I'm good at networking, I'm good at selling to people, I'm good at speaking to people. Sure. But when you're a CEO, you're not just a salesperson, you're the finance guy, you're the de developer, you're the front-end tester. And although I've got a good team around me, at the end of the day, you are, you're the press, you're the, you're the marketing person. So it's all these other skills that you think, okay, when you're starting a business, you don't actually realise, but yeah. they're all important as well. So... Yeah, I'm now a finance director. <laughs> you have to wear all these different hats, don't you, Jack? Yes. It's like one minute, and, and you could be under uh, under somewhere fixing a desk. So you're the IT manager and the uh, all sorts. And I, I get that. Do you know what, Jack, that impresses me is that, uh, you know, as somebody who started their recruitment business myself, um, it actually took me quite a while to work that out. So the fact that you've worked it out and thinking, well, hang on a second. Yeah, I was very capable of starting a brand new desk but actually the skills necessary to start and grow uh, any kind of business you know particularly a recruitment business but any kind of business there are all these different hats that we have to learn to wear and learn to master um, so you know hats off to you it's a really really valuable lesson that you, you seem to have, have picked up very very quickly um, Jack you know I, I know again people listening and watching this episode this interview are going to say well you know what does jack do on a consistently on a daily basis that helps set him apart and and, and makes him successful what, what do you do how do you set your day up so what i do is normally i'll get up in the morning check emails most important see what emails coming in and although we're only four months into recruitment jack I'm, I'm, it's, I'm getting around 200 emails come in a day already from candidates, from clients, from magazines, um, from everywhere. So it's just really trying to focus, getting that clear. Then what I'll do is I'll try and speak to one new person a day. That is so important. So at the moment, LinkedIn is the main tool for me. So I will try and speak to one person a day, a day and try and set up a meeting. Has that worked so far? Yes, it's working and it's, it's, it's going well. So what I was, my day, what, my first day, what, when I set up a day, is would be to 
try and get in, get hold of someone or speak to someone new that you've not spoken to before within the industry. I love that, Jack. I really do. You know, and I, I again, I would recommend that to anybody, any recruiter, certainly any recruitment business owner. In fact, anybody listening and watching to to this interview. Um, and that's the thing, isn't it? You know, we people kind of go, oh yeah, you know, I've got all my LinkedIn connections. But actually, unless you're growing that contact base, for me, if it's not growing, it's dying. All right. People might kind of disagree or, or challenge that. But I always think, you know, the most important thing is just reaching out and uh, connecting with new, more and more new people each and every day. And the fact that you do it, you know, you, you set yourself that objective of a, a new connected conversation, a new contact every single day, you know, doesn't take a genius to work out that. You know that growth is is going to be phenomenal the longer you keep doing it and if you're doing it on a daily basis it, it you know remains consistent so thank you for that tip it's a really good one um jack what do you see as your biggest strength and then conversely your biggest weakness as a, a business entrepreneur passion i'm very passionate about everything i do no matter who i speak to if you believe in the brand i believe in my brand so i'll make that i'll make that I share that with everyone, so I'm very passionate. Cool. I say my weakness would be I like to see everything. So, yes, as we we're saying, I've got so many hats, but I've still got other people in my business that are doing bits for me when I should just let them get on with it because it's my what I like to call my baby, my, my first business. It's everything I want to oversee. I want to have a look at this. I want to see how this is going. Um, so I think what I need to do is to kind of take a step back a little bit and let people run with it a little. So that's probably my weakness. I like to be in, be in there with everything. I, I, I try to be Superman when I'm not. So that's what I try and do. Try to be a super recruiter. Again, Jack, you know something, that insight and, and uh, that honesty, being able to take the helicopter view of yourself and, and kind of critique yourself um, I, you know, I, I find that skill very rare in people twice or three times your age. So, and, and I, you know, I don't say that in a kind of a condescending way at all. It's like, you know, look, it's the boots cream. <laughs> well, I need some of that boots cream, I think. Um, yeah, I mean, t just to have that insight into your own capabilities, etc., is amazing. And Jack, I'm, I'm really interested in this, you know, passion thing. And I get it from you. You know, I know in our conversations, I've really felt that. But how does that, how is that strength kind of manifest? Give us a, an example of where that passion for your brand has uh, kind of, I don't know, reared its head and, and you've had to do something with it. How's that, how's that happened? I just think, um, to be honest with you, my dad's a black cab driver, so he's not an entrepreneur. He's, he works, he goes out three in the afternoon, he comes in three in the morning. So every day for 25 years, that's what he's done. Wow. Um, I started a paper round at 15, um, and then I, I, I'll tell you a story. When I started a paper round at 15, um, I was earning 15 quid a week. Okay. Um, and then I thought, hold on, I'm getting up at six. I could do two paper rounds here. So I took on two paper rounds. So yeah, it was, <laughs> the papers were a bit effier, and I could, it was struggling a bit. But then what? from 15 quid a week, I was making 30 quid a week. And then what I started doing is some of the 
some of the papers that I'm delivering to the houses, I started saying, do you want milk in the morning? <laughs> so I started taking a few pints of milk and charging a little bit extra. And then from there, and I was so passionate, and then from there it's just grown. So everything I do, I try and put under in 10, and how can I do it better? Wow, okay. That's probably the greatest lesson in upselling that I have ever, ever heard. Um, Jack, what was your neighbourhood? Where, where did you grow up? What, what's the, the area? As you probably can tell, Essex. <laughs> okay, cool. So it's interesting because I don't know if you've read uh, The Wolf of Wall Street, but it's exactly Jordan Belfort's kind of, um, it, you know, his his rise or his, sorry, his start, the foundation of the start for a meteoric rise. So we're kind of going to have to sh call you, I don't know, the Wolf of Faden Boys or something. <laughs> I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll work it out. The Wolf of Epping Forest. But um, well done. Well done to you. I love that story about the upsell. Um, <laughs> um, Jack, you know, look, it's, it's really good to be able to speak to you. And, and what I'm going to do is ask you to look into your crystal ball. I know you've been studying the recruitment industry meticulously. I know you follow everything that goes on within social media, recruitment related and beyond. If you looked into your crystal ball and looked at the recruitment industry developing over the next five years, what would you say is going to happen for us? Technology, technology, technology. Don't get me, I, you still need the recruiters yeah. and you still need that personal touch with people picking up the phone, but technology is going to take over and that's what I believe. Look what's happening with Uber and the taxi world. And I think that's all I need to say, technology. And it's interesting. What does your dad think of Uber? Just <laughs> Should I cover my ears? Well, he's actually learning um, social media at the moment. I've got him to do social media because <laughs> the plan will be for him to come and do some social media for me. So always trying to work smarter, not harder. Fans. <laughs> Now listen, I know I've got uh, black cab drivers actually in my circle of friends. I know some very, very close friends of mine. Um, so to get your dad embracing social media and 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 uh, stuff, I think is a major, major achievement. But uh, you know, good good luck to him, Mister Parsons. I, I look forward to hearing about your progress within the company. Um, and that's good. You know, in terms of technology specifically there jack you know because a lot of people watching and listening to this are you know uh, technology or social media savvy but there'll be a few people that are less so you know and i get recruitment business owners generally older you know my kind of age and beyond saying yeah you know i get it in terms of linkedin but is there a business case for facebook or is there a business case for twitter and they always talk about you know, business case or return on investment what, what's your thought on that what, what are your views on those yes um yesterday i was um doing an analyst report on linkedin um if anyone from linkedin's watching they'll probably be a bit um but <laughs> I, I won't say i print screened probably around 10 um comments or statuses uh from um, LinkedIn, and I can send them over to you so you can put them at the bottom of the uh, of the clip. Um, and LinkedIn is getting more and more and more like Facebook, with people putting picture quotes on, or oh, I've just got married. Yeah, that's well and good, you've got married, but at the same time, LinkedIn was originally for business, yeah. so I only use it for business. But yeah. you go on there now, and your newsfeed, your 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 newsfeed is getting clogged up 
with unrelated recruitment stuff. Yeah. So there is a case there because they're still making a lot of money. But giving people the access to comment or write their own statuses, it takes it, it takes that importance away from what LinkedIn's about. Yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely true. And you know, the other thing that occurs to me is you know, you know, I've been around the recruitment industry for 27 plus years and, and, you know, forget about technology and social media. My, my mantra, if you like, is fish where the fish are. And, and I'm always slightly worried about, um, you know, stuck in the mud recruiters that say, oh, I don't, you know, I don't want to go on to Twitter because that's not going to really help my business. Or I'm not going to go on to Facebook because my clients are all on LinkedIn. It's my belief. It's like fish where the fish are. You've got to go wherever your candidate pool or your client pool consumes content. Now, whether that's on Twitter or whether it's on Pinterest, whether it's on, you know, whatever it is, it's like find out where those people are. And rather than be the late adopter, you know, look for the early plan and go, okay, you know, something. I'm going to get into that. And if it doesn't work, it's fine. What have I lost? You know, just get in there, find people, engage with people. And, uh, you know, most of these social media platforms are free. So for a recruiter to, to not embrace uh, embrace them, I think, is, is almost like professional suicide. And it's it's not what you know, it's who you know at the end of the day. And I recently met uh, Lord Baker, the uh, uh, former secretary, education secretary, and that was through LinkedIn. He's um, He don't have LinkedIn, he, he never uses LinkedIn, but by making that connection with that certain person, I then got to meet Lord Baker and talk about education and our um, young people, graduates, can use our social media platform. That's brilliant. So, use it it might not be the right contact but people know people and it's not what you know it's who you know so true jack it's that whole you know six degrees of separation isn't it it's like you know okay this this what what would appear to most people as a meaningless connection or conversation you never know where that goes because that person's connected to other people is connected to other people and you know and that's how the whole thing works so good thank you for that um now look, Jack, I'm really keen to move you into our lightning round. Do you think you're ready for the lightning round? Go for it. I'm always ready. <laughs> Born ready. Good. The lightning round. Jack, listen, first question in the lightning round. What's the number one thing that you see holding recruiters back from being more successful? Being commercial. And, and explain that for us, being commercial. Referrals, referrals, referrals. A hundred percent, isn't it? It's the lifeblood of our industry. And, and what do you think recruiters aren't sort of um, pursuing those actively or proactively enough? They, not enough. They do, but not enough. Everyone knows people. And I personally think you could, you could double your billings by just referrals. I love that. Good. Okay. Um, Jack, what's the best piece of business advice you've ever received? Uh, this was from Dean Kelly. Um, it was uh, cash is key. And, and how do you apply that in your business? Because I love that quote. I really, really love that quote. But how do you apply that in what you're doing now? <laughs> I'm watching the pennies on everything. <laughs> 
Do you know, it's so, it's so funny because my grandmother taught me that. You know, it's like, she, you know, that whole thing of look after the pennies and the pounds will look after, after themselves. themselves. It, you know, whatever you want to call it, old wives' tales or whatever, it's like, it's bloody true, you know, really, really true. So I love that. Um, James Kahn says exactly the same thing. Watch the cash. Keep an eye on the cash and, and you know, everything else will slot into place. So good. I like that. Um Jack, I know that you are you embrace all things technology. Tell us about something that's working really well in your business. I don't know, a piece of tech or a hack or an app that you're using that you love using in your business. There's actually two I'd like to share. Please. One most people probably know, Hootsuite. So it autom- automatically retweets and uh, tweets for you, which is, saves a lot of time. And that potentially is a social media person that you'd have to pay. 26 28k itself too so hootsuite is a major thing especially in our social business and recruitment jack also i'm not too sure if people have heard this one but it's a it's a program and um, it's a bit like ebay but it's called fiverr so fiverr dot fiverr.com so that is basically your graphics team your web developing team all for two pound fifty <laughs> <laughs> it's right it's five dollars is two pound fifty three pounds you're right um, so that's really helped so far especially with a startup but even businesses for instance like morgan hunt or like a deco they could save a lot of money by just using fiverr yeah I, it's a, a, both of those actually jack i'm big fan big fan of hootsuite have been for a long time and more or sorry as importantly i don't know but a really good benefit is it's free right so you can pay for a pro account but the free account will work for most people out there um and i'm a big fan of fiverr and for everyone that's maybe listening to the podcast we'll, we'll put a link on for anyone watching but it's um fiverr with an r another r on the end.com all right so that's the one fiverr.com um <laughs> bit american yeah um but as Jack said, it's a brilliant, brilliant, both of those great resources. And, and thanks for sharing those, Jack. Um, Jack, what's the best business book that you've read ever? I'm actually reading one at the moment. I don't get a lot of time to read. Um, obviously, a startup and everything else that's going on. But I thought I'll bring it down to you. So it's called The Intelligent Entrepreneur. I don't know about the intelligent bit. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's really good. And it's by... Bill Murphy. So it's a great book. And for someone that don't read often, I'm into it. Jack, what's the big takeaway from that book? Because I haven't read it, but I will do from uh, from watching this. I'll go and order it. It's it's really, really, really gets you into the life. It really, things that you wouldn't normally think of being an entrepreneur or starting a business or thinking of an idea that you want to start. It really breaks it down and it, it twists it around three times and then spurts it out with the answer i love that right listen on that recommendation i'm buying that book this afternoon Um, when i finish i'll send it to you oh jack that's kind of you thank you i I appreciate it but listen yes i might take you up on that (laughs) um jack listen work smarter not harder (laughs) (laughs) i'm going to start doing that from today jack sadly we are moving towards the end of our time together and i am sad about it i've learned so much today but before i let you go um, if it, just a question for you, if you woke up tomorrow morning armed with all the knowledge and all the experience that you currently have, but recruitment Jack wasn't around, 
um, and you had to start all over again, what would you do? How would you go about it? Honestly, I would join two of my competitors and learn the business six months each before setting up my own business. Wow. That's an interesting one. Jack, I'm, I'm really interested now. Why Why would you do that? I love it. And I, I think I know the, the rationale behind it. But why, why do you think? Um, like I said, <laughs> work smarter and not harder. But I honestly think that there's so much more behind the scenes for these companies that no one knows unless you work there. So I would love to have the insight and take all the negatives and put them into the positives. I think that's really, really, really good uh, advice. And it's, it's interesting because I've advised several people that have come to me saying, oh, I've got this really great idea. And I'm like, Do you know what? One of the quickest routes to your learning to shortcut all of the mistakes that you might possibly make is go and work for a competitor, you know, understand. I'm not saying go in there and be a mole. No. Or I'm not saying go in there and just work hard, yeah. but learn. Yeah. Most importantly, learn. So when you go and set up what you want to set up or anyone who's watching is thinking about setting up a business, learn how they do stuff because they're doing something right. And it's interesting because you, you mentioned earlier on about your, your still your close connection and association to Morgan Hunt. I think, you know, if I was talking to them, they'd probably say that, you know, Jack's gone with our blessing. And, and, you know, if your business is a success, then actually it's a testament to, you know, the, the, uh, the training and the effort and the commitment and the belief that they had in you, you know, Definitely. so their um, training is absolutely outstanding. And if I were to join another company, would I do a business in recruitment? Maybe not. Right. I'm not saying that they're perfect. <laughs> But it's a good place to start. None of us, none of us are, and you're right. It's a great place to start. Jack, listen, we, we really are at the end of our our, our journey together uh, today, at least. Um, I'm really keen to find out. People listening to this or watching this interview will want to get in touch with you. What's the best way for them to get in contact with you after the show? And if also, if you had one final piece of advice for everybody, what would that be? Okay, which one would you like me to answer? <laughs> Let's go with the final piece of advice and then we'll okay. go to how we keep in touch. Stick at what you're doing. If you've got a dream, you've got ambition, don't let no one tell you. Be careful because on the, on, the, on the way you're going to get people that try to, people that sit on the fence but they're watching, they're sitting on the fence not because they want to support you because they want to see you fail. Yeah. So just go with what you believe. Not saying don't, don't listen to what people got to say and get a mentor. I, I've got my mentor. My mentor is the managing director of Bank of New York. Nice. So, yeah, so get a mentor. It doesn't matter who they are, but get a mentor and listen to them. Great advice, Jack. Thank you. And then finally, how, how can people get in touch with you after watching or listening to you? There's a number of ways, obviously being 21, there's, there's, you can call me, I'm always happy for a call, Good. you can, you can pick up, you can uh, catch me on LinkedIn, Twitter, not so Facebook, that's not quite business, but yeah, you can, or give me a text or send me an email. Brilliant, Jack. And listen, we'll, we'll publish all of those links on the show notes below this episode. Uh, anyone wanting to get in touch with Jack if you can't find him on LinkedIn I'll be really surprised what are you living in a cave uh, we'll, but we'll put all those links in there 
Um, Jack, on behalf of everybody at Recruiters Live Lounge, on behalf of everyone that's listening to this episode, thank you so much. It was really, really good to share your journey and find out a bit more about you uh, and the business that you're creating there and successfully creating. So thanks for joining us, Jack. Thank you. Take care. To everyone else that's listening, uh, you've been listening to Jack Parsons, uh, recruitmentjack.com, in Recruiters Live Lounge. Uh, Remember to keep receiving free interviews, free content, just like this. All you need to do is click the subscribe button or subscribe via iTunes or Stitcher Radio, whatever way you're consuming this content currently. I look forward to seeing you in the live lounge soon. Until then, take care. Bye-bye. You've been listening to Recruiters Live Lounge with Roy Ripper. Join us next time for more insights and incredible success journeys to help you be a better recruitment business leader. What would it feel like to get all of your back office administration done under one roof? EasyPay provide funding, payroll and back office services to support your recruitment business. EasyPay want to offer one month's free fees to any new customers who come through Recruiters Live Lounge. Just go to easypayservices.co.uk forward slash rec live lounge.